welcome to New Zealand Vegan Podcast, episode 88. I'm here with a very, very special guest today, Emmy James. She is a peaceful abolitionist and advocate for veganism, and I'm sure many of you have seen photos of Emmy with me and William at the street stall. Welcome to the show, Emmy. Hi, Liz. Nice to be here. So can you please tell everybody um, some of your projects and your blog sites and, and all the other things that, um, that you've worked on? Oh, where do I begin? Um, <laughs> well, first I'm going to talk about my blog, um, peacefulabolitionist.blogspot.com. I haven't really been doing much on that lately. Um, I'm going to be trying to do a bit more um, in the future. And, um, and I've also been doing just started doing some artwork, um, stenciling onto um, t-shirts and stuff with the New Zealand vegan logo, um, and I've just made a hat as well, <laughs> and I'm thinking of doing some bags as well. I really like doing that, um, putting my artwork on t-shirts, and yeah, I really enjoy doing the store with you and mm. William. Me too. For anybody listening, the the logo that Emmy's talking about is actually um, she designed it. So it's the NZ Vegan for from the nzvegan.com website. So that was actually an Emmy James design, and um, she's painting that on the t-shirt. So um, I'm sure everybody already knows that, but I just love that logo. So <laughs> um, so yeah. I mean, what about your podcast? Tell everyone the address because you do have some episodes up. You're not doing that at the moment, but you yeah. do have some there. So they're good listening. Yeah, my podcast is Vegan for Life, vegan-for-life.blogspot.com. And can they subscribe in iTunes? Yes. Okay. ITunes, okay. Well, anyway, it's on it's on the vegan-for-life.blogspot.com. All right, Emmy. So um, lately, you've been living in Auckland mm-hmm. and studying, and you've been very kindly helping me with cupcakes and street stall advocacy. Um, how do you how do you feel about the street store? What kind of experience is that for you? Um, I love it. I love getting out there, um, promoting veganism, um, talking to people. I haven't really had much experience talking to people before, so it's good, um, good learning experience for me. And yeah, yeah, I find that too. Um, the thing I like about the street store is number one, it gets me away from the computer, and so my, my phys- physical health is better because my job involves a lot of computer work, a huge, mm. all I do is that, and then I, you know, I'm home and I'm on the internet. So I love that for myself aspect, but one of the main things I love doing it, and I mean, compared to the advocacy that I do online, street advocacy is only, you know, one day a week. It gives me practice speaking to people face to face about a very important and emotional issue, mm. and um, I find that that's really, really helpful because it's a it's just a different dynamic. And it's what I want to be able to do with that experience is learn how to talk better face to face with people, such as my job, my family, and 
non-vegan friends and colleagues face to face because most of those people I don't speak to on the internet and I work with them every day. So if I do have a really heated discussion with them on the internet and then I have to go and see them at work, it can be really uncomfortable and that has actually happened to me before. Yeah, I think definitely it's going to um, help me to find, um, to answer people's questions better. Um, and Claire's doing this thing where she comes up and she pretends to be um, someone looking at the pamphlets um, and so she's and she's talking to me asking me questions cool. um, so that's um, good experience as well learning how to answer those questions Right, it's like role playing. Is that what? Yeah. yeah. No, that is useful because um, what if you get out and we do ask get asked the same questions over and over, don't you find? Yeah. Um, and so soon it becomes you don't have to even really think because the answer is there. Because even though what we're talking about is a basic truth, and we're just it's just obvious that most people don't want to hurt animals. I mean, they just, they don't even want to think about it. Um, there are still all of these complicated questions that people ask. Um, but yeah, so that's what I, that's what I love about it. Yeah, I've had a, quite a, quite a lot of, um, the, I, I tried being vegan, but then, da, 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 or, or I know some vegans and they're so unhealthy and malnourished and, um, so skinny and, um, hmm stuff like that yeah and it's just interesting I was thinking about that do you do what I do in me sometimes like after you leave for the rest like another day or something you'll think about what someone asked and you'll be like oh I can answer that you know differently next yeah. time and then next time you get asked you forget and then you're like ah oh, I was supposed to you know think about this but you know it's funny to me that one um you know I know all these vegans and they're so ill I'm like, you, you do? I'm like, I know thousands of vegans and I've personally met at the street stall probably close to 20 to 30. And my closest friends and really the only people that I enjoy socializing with are vegan. And none of them are unhealthy or malnourished. So it's just, and I'm just wondering like, how many vegans do you actually know? Because one thing, you're mm. not vegan. Um, so you probably don't really go out of your way to go to vegan potlucks and things. So how come you know you know you and I meeting all these malnourished vegans? And I don't think they are. I think they read one story on the news, or they hear one friend who um, tells them that story, and that to them signifies all vegans. So, yeah. but we're changing that because we're healthy. Yeah. So one thing I do envy you, Emmy, is that your family is vegan. I mean, I don't envy you, I think it's wonderful, but um, I wish my family was vegan, especially at this time of year, because Christmas is um, celebrated um, at the workplace, and it's also a very important time for families here, and they get together, and um, I have a lot of memories of, of Christmas as being a time where I got together with all my relatives, and we spent a lot of moments together. Um, so... I'm having to find ways to work around that now that I'm vegan. Um, I just avoid mm. eating with people, but you actually don't have that problem. I do. You do? Yeah, with my extended family. Oh, so yeah. talk it. How does that? How does your family cope with that? What 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 do you guys do? Um, 
Well, we've stopped going to um, the like the dinners where they serve hot hot meat because my parents can't stand the smell of meat anymore. Yeah. Um, and and how do your family members cope when you say we're not coming? What do they do? Um, we do come. We they just we just they just try to make it work for everyone. Um, so like we have just lunches where we bring our own lunch. Um, yeah, but my parents have made it clear that um, if they're if they've got um, meat on the table and um, yeah, they we won't we won't come because um, we just can't stand that. Can't stand the smell. Can't stand the smell. Can't stand seeing a dead animal on the table. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, that's you know that's one of the. Um, I mean, this is all. This is a personal thing, and I just, you know, I agree. I feel the same way. I mean, we know there's no difference from that bottle of milk, you know, to that to that animal corpse. But with regard to your own sort of um, level of being able to cope, it's just a lot harder when you're. It's just the smell and just things like that just escalates it to the point where where you can't deal and I, I'm the same way but I get upset seeing cheese and I just get upset seeing all of it <laughs> and um yes, but I mean and I know you do I know but like you say like you don't really have to smell it's the smell I think is what really gets mm-hmm. and it's a primal thing isn't it I mean smell you know we're animals and smell they talk our ages about the psycholo- psychology of smell so that's that's very understandable. I think a lot of vegans feel the same way. And to be honest, people who don't eat flesh probably have the same reaction to flesh. They're not vegans, and they're not. They don't have a moral position. They, they their position, you know, they're they're still living as speciesist and using animals. But viscer on a visceral level, they can't stand the smell either. Mm. Um, it, it revolts them as well. Um, but I remember I used to love that smell. I did. I used to love that smell. I used to think it was delicious. Um, and so there you go. It just goes to show. I find it revolting now. Um, so that's so there you go. So for Christmas this year, do you know what you're doing? Um, not yet. I think we're... Um we're going to be spending it with the extended family, but I don't know what we're doing. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to be working, and um, there is a, a big party that's going to happen. Um, so I was actually going to do a podcast about this, though, because... Um, oh, I just want to say, everybody, that Emmy's actually here in my home, and we're, at, and we're going to make cupcakes together. Um, because we're really hoping that the gale force wind is going to stop. I mean, there's always a gale force wind. I mean, Queen Street's got to be one of the windiest places on earth. Um, but it, today has been an exceptional, exceptionally strong wind. So we're praying for good weather. Yeah. I was walking to Elizabeth's place today. It was so windy. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> oh, it was blowing me everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's really strong wind down here. 
well, the good news is I got all my washing done. Um, but yeah, so Emmy's actually in my house, so if you can hear, um, this is a, we've got the USB mic and we're having a cup of tea and stuff like that. So it might sound a little different. But what I was going to say is that um, I was going to do a podcast about this, but I'll just talk to you with it about, I'll just talk to Amy about it. My job has, makes a really big deal out of Christmas. And um, they have a party. So because we're 24-7, I work at a call center that's 24-7, 365 days a year. Not one single day of the year does this place not be open because it deals with... Um, something that doesn't ever take time off it's like the police closing down for the day no 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 you know we'll be short-staffed and people will take holidays but the police never stop working and neither do we so Christmas day or any any, the whole Christmas time all the teams because everybody works in a team you know we have all these different teams we have their own supervisors they're going to have a big party and everybody plans and it's all about you're going to take two hours but because we you know, we can never stop working, it's like half the team will go down and do the party, and then the other team will have theirs on, like, a later, and then, so everybody's got to cover each other, so we'll be, you know, we'll be working around it, so basically, I was already dreading it, I was like, oh, the Christmas here is going to be so bad, and I thought it was going to be great, because I'd be working Christmas Day, so I wouldn't even have to worry about it, but the bottom line is, we're having a party at work, and it's two hours, and it's all about the food, and so basically they sent around the invitations, and everybody there knows my position really well, and I just basically said, I'm not going to come, you know, mm. I'm not coming, and I said, it's just, it's just not, not, not something that I do, I don't enjoy it, I don't enjoy being around people who are eating animals, I just don't enjoy it. And I just, I don't do it. I told them I don't eat with my mother, I don't eat with my brother, you know, unless it's vegan, obviously. And they said, I understand, we understand. And I said, look, I'll just work. And then when it comes time for my team to go down and have the little party, I'll just go home because I live three minutes walk from my job. But I want to be really careful that they know because what they do, what people do is they get all confused and think you're being antisocial. It's not about being antisocial. It's about not participating. I would, I would no more go to a dinner where they're serving animal products than I would go to a dinner where they're showing child pornography. Or at the very least, my level of enjoyment would be equal. But um, what I'm going to do for them is I'm going to bake um, chocolate cupcakes and I'm going to make red icing, but I'm going to just use a cranberry to stain the icing, just one cranberry. I'm hoping it won't be too sour, I doubt it. And it'll be a nice Christmassy looking color because red and green, you know, is Christmassy. So maybe I'll try to find some some vegan um, sugar sprinkles that are green colored or something and I'll sprinkle those on the top and I'll present them to them and then everybody will be like oh aren't you going to come and I'll say no I want to you know I want you guys to have this you know please enjoy this this food I really want them to be clear that I would so be there at that party with bells on if they weren't eating animals if it was a vegan party I would be there with bells on Um, so it's not about being antisocial and I really want them to know that that's why I made it really clear I said you know what I find it really upsetting. I don't enjoy it. So if the whole point of this party is for everybody to be happy and celebrating, then that's not what I'm going to be doing. I can't look past that. I can't deal with that myself. And I said to them, but I know that other people can. I know there's another vegan at my job. She's going to go to the party. She, she's, she can cope. She finds ways to cope and she eats her vegan food. She doesn't compromise her veganism, but she's not as sensitive as me. 
and that's fine. I don't actually think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I think it's great if people can, especially if she's going to bring food and, you know, she's going to show them how good her food is and stuff. So I'm not saying, I don't, I don't want to judge anyone who goes out to, um, eat with other people. I just can't do it. It's a personal thing. It helps me to cope and it's just a rule that I've made and I just, this is just the way it is for me. You know, it really makes no difference in the grand scheme of things. It's just a matter of my own survival mechanism. So I'm trying really hard to make that clear. So I'm going to contribute the food. And I even said to them, you know, there's a secret Santa. And the thing is, it's very dangerous for a non-vegan to buy something for a vegan because non-vegans have no idea how much animal products are in how many things. So I said to them, look, I want to be part of the secret Santa. I want to buy for someone. I want to give some, I want to pick a name out of the hat, but I don't want my name in the hat. I don't want anybody buying me anything. I said, look, it's just, it just, I just don't want anybody to buy me anything. Now I could say to them, there's a vegan store. Please go to the vegan store. And maybe I should. I just said, look, I'll be a secret Santa, but I don't want anybody to be my secret Santa. And then she was like, well, we'll get them something for the cats. And I was like, okay, great. And then I said, well, wait a minute. It can't have any feathers and I don't want any. And I said, you know what? No, because it's cat toys are made of feathers and they have possum skin on them and all this stuff. So I was just like, even the cat toy thing is not, not a go because I don't know what they're going to buy. And I was like, but I will buy for someone. I want to be someone's secret Santa. But they didn't put my name in the hat. They completely, I'm not having anything to do with the, with the gift giving because of that and I said so when the hat went around I said my name's not in there is it I just want to make sure my name's not in the hat and then I was like okay I'm going to pick out of the hat and I was like oh no um if if somebody you know like if we get a different an uneven number then um then you'll then we can but it's okay for now you don't need to worry about it so I know people turn this into like a social thing, mm. but that's really their problem. I'm not. I'm not going to the Christmas party. I'm not going to spend my. You know. I'm not going to spend. I just. I just don't eat with other people who are eating animals. So, I mean, I'm not going to my mother's house for Christmas dinner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, the work thing was really. It's just such a big stress for me. And um, on the day, I know that everybody's... But I've made it so clear. Like, I basically... I said things like, I don't like, you know, going places where people are eating the bodies of my friends. I'm sorry. I say that. I say that stuff. And, yeah, I know there are people who... um, They think that I'm being antisocial. Well, I'm not being antisocial. I'm being anti-violence anti-animal use, anti-non-veganism, and the consequences are there, but, you know, um, I, like I say, I'm going to, I'm, I'm trying my best to, to show them, so I'm going to bring the cupcakes, and, and I'm just going to say, look, you know, if you, if you, if my feelings matter to you at all, you will understand why I'm not coming to this dinner, and I make it, and I will make that about myself, not going to the dinner is about me, because, um, whether I go there or not, they're still going to eat those animals. And maybe another vegan who goes there could start something off, could create some interest. They could talk about vegan food. I mean, there are some people who can advocate at dinners really well. I'm just not one of them. I get too upset. It's the one time where I just, I can't cope. So, yeah. That's my Christmas saga, which is coming up soon. Um, but, um... All right, so, um, Amy, what else have we got lined up? Have you got any other surprises up your sleeve with regard to your artwork? Um, I'm hoping to do more designs. Um, 
the one that I did on our Zazzle store, uh, store um, the free vegan hugs one. I'd really like to get that one onto, awesome. onto a shirt. <laughs> that sounds great. So do you like um, doing the hand painting stuff? Um, I mean, it's very time consuming, yeah. but you enjoy it. Yeah, I really enjoy it. it gets me off the computer. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah, that's always, that's a good thing. I mean, we spend a lot of time on the computer. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the weather doesn't look very good, so we might not do this all tomorrow, um, but we'll do it another day uh, if it rains or sometimes things come up. But um, we have such a great time, and I love that I do it with Emmy, and Claire has come along, Emmy's roommate, and she's a lot of fun. And we have such a great time, and William's been living at the Occupy movement, so he pops over basically right from next door. Um, so it's just it's just really awesome. I love having them around um, and um, knowing that, you know, there's, there's the support, and we support each other, and we do it together, and we have a lot of fun. Um, so... We've got lots more planned once once uh, we get a few more people helping us and we can move on to maybe bigger community events. Mm. But in the meantime, I love doing the street doll. Yeah, me too. And um, thanks so much for coming over. And now we're going to go and eat. <laughs> yeah, it's been really great being on your podcast again, Liz. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. You're very welcome. It's always a pleasure. Alrighty, I'll be back. Say bye. Bye.